<laughs> so if you had a pet wombat, aren't they cute? They are. They are. They, they are look cute. like uh, really furry beavers without tails. Without the big tail and the yeah. big buck teeth. They don't have tails. Well, they got little buck teeth. Yeah, but not like the giant orange buck teeth that beavers have. And you so can you can click on the link to if, see how cute the wombat. If I had are. a pet wombat and I, you know, like to make a. Brownie squares that I kept. No, no, no. It's, I have a pet wombat. In, <laughs> okay, okay. In, Just a pet in, wombat. in my apartment, I have hardwood floors. Would I occasionally hear <laughs> that sound? <laughs> Welcome to Nerd Burger episode. Two party one. It's a podcast with a guy and a guy. I'm Mike. I'm Craig, the farty one, and he's Craig, the less farty one. Well, no promises. That's right. Here at Nerd Burger, we have no, no guests, no guests, no guests. So I can go ahead. No and class and her... no promises. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can go ahead and let her rip. Um, I'm still here in the room in my house. Yeah, and that's okay. I'll still <laughs> drill him into this chair. That's okay. It's your chair. Yeah, but it stays in. It stays here. Yeah, yeah. How's it going, Craig? It's going pretty well, Mike. How are you? Fine. Hey, we're alone. There's yeah. nobody in that chair over there. We are. What happened? There's nobody on Skype. It's just us. Something else. Just the two of us. We can make it if we try. Ooh. Are you snapping with both hands? You and I. <laughs> How's it going, Mike? Just the two of us. It's been a while since we had uh, just you and me. That's right. This might be the episode where one of us pisses off the other one and it turns into a bloodbath <laughs> and you, you actually listen to murder. Like we discussed a couple no, of weeks ago. There's no arbiter <laughs> in the room to, uh, to bring it down. Um, so we'll see what happens. Um, heads up for those people who are listening uh, right away when this comes out on Wednesday or Thursday. The Andocon twenty eighteen come out on Wednesday. But if they're listening on Thursday, the way you said that though made it sound like we might post it Wednesday or Thursday. I'm gonna kill it you. It gets posted I'm going Wednesday. To murder you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <clears throat> so if you listen to this on Wednesday that it comes out, or the day after on Thursday, there you go. The Anducon 2018 Kickstarter is still going. Um, maybe it'll be funded. Maybe it won't. What? Regardless, it could use your help. We'd love you to uh, to back and come there for two or three days and hang out with us and uh, help Kickstarter, help Ando get this thing kicked off because getting money in the coffers early is helpful. You know, there's other tickets, other badges, and things will be sold later. That all helps too. But getting a little bit of uh, cashola up front helps get things helps things be smoother so mike and i will be there and will be there for for listeners of the show um the new mixer will be there michael yeah all the equipment will be there michael <laughs> loud guy michael will be there uh dave dave will be there the whole time derek will derek. was just on hey we'll get to his kickstarter in a minute he'll be there uh andy i know will be there on saturday larry will probably swing by for a day mm-hmm. probably saturday or Sunday, depending on his work schedule. Uh, let's see who else we got. The uh, elusive Alice might Sanchez. be there, but you might not see her. Right. <laughs> she might be hiding. <laughs> uh, the Matt Sanchez, who's been on here a few times for uh, Ryutama, and uh, another game that I'm blanking on the name of. Yeah, I mean, so you a number of people that you've heard on this fine, fine podcast program will be in attendance. We're you, in the top one thousand. Worldwide podcasts. What? Uh, when it comes to failure. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We are. We are. <laughs> Nerdburger tops in failure. <laughs> oh, and the butt of the internet. Well, that's and that's true. We've claimed that on our website. It's that's yep. ours now. Do I need to put a trademark symbol next to that? <laughs> Maybe little little circle R. Zero or uh, not Xerox. Uh, Velcro lawyers, please contact us and let us know if we need to put a little circle R um, there. I have stolen from a friend of mine on Twitter uh, my new slogan, which is, I've upped my standards, so up yours. 
<laughs> you um, have a friend from Twitter? I do. I have a few. But not in real life? No. I don't have any friends in real life. No, I mean they are they, the pe- the people you're talking about are specifically Twitter only friends. This is specifically a Twitter friend who I will see at a convention upcoming, but who right now I only know through Twitter. That's fun. Plague shamble. Yeah, I'm on Twitter for the month of October. You know, it took me until this morning. Plague shamble. To, to, I figured out <laughs> that, that ram- it r- sort of near rhymes with. It's your a name. near rhyme with Craig Campbell. Mm-hmm, yeah. Plague shamble. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I noticed it. Weeks ago, and I thought, oh, I get it. Plagues, shambles, it's zom- a zombie zombies, yeah, a zombie reference. Zombies. Yeah. It took until this morning, <laughs> the 28th of October. Four weeks. Solid four weeks. Well, you got it in. For me to figure out figured- that it rhymed, near rhymed with your actual You'll name. be able to enjoy it for three days before I change it back to my real name. So I think you should leave it. That. No, no, no. It's I, just for October? Well, here's what happened, too, though. I, <laughs> I changed the name completely, and it looks nothing, you know, it's letters-wise, it looks nothing like my name. And I considered changing the my little image to, like, a zombie or something, too, because I thought that would be fun. But I was like, I want people to be able to find my posts. Yeah. So I want to keep something that's still identifiable, so it's still my little cartoon version, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Animated version of me. Or not animated, but uh, illustrated version of me. So I kept that purposely. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good to have something consistent yeah well it's important for people because i use twitter to tell people like you know for example a couple of weeks ago about the capers preview edition like that would slip right by people's radars if they didn't see something that they recognized right they you know th- th- that they'd see the post slide by and they'd be like oh that's just somebody retweeting somebody from you know something from whoever that i don't know that you know like like how i do <laughs> when i just zip by retweets of people's stuff so what you're saying is i have a few you, twitter friends who really love to retweet other people's not stuff. only have you learned from other people's twitter mistakes mm-hmm. but you are implementing that knowledge yourself in order to not repeat those mistakes i am so you can learn something listening to us not very often <laughs> this is a, the rare example of non-failure Oh, I'll I'll find a way to turn it into failure. Uh, let's see. Are we ready to? Oh, yeah. Anacon Kickstarter rocket, help us out. Um, um, also, heavy metal, heavy metal thunder, thunder mouse. mouse. If you like you some mousies on motorcycles, that's rolling. Or along. just mouses, or just motorcycles, and you want to expand your horizons. That's true. Um, the first stretch goal is hit. I am writing rock and roll sock hop mouse. <laughs> I have it completely outlined. Contract is uh, almost almost squared away. I have to get my contract nailed down, and then I am furiously writing. <laughs> well, I'm trying. I'm going to want to get that out of the way as quickly as I can because I've got a lot of other stuff on my plate. Uh, so check that out. And then, of course, there's Outbreak Undead as well that uh, is doing just fine. And you're going to get really? a, a crap I'm, ton I'm of sh- stuff. I'm shocked if you check that one out. But how much longer is that one going for? Uh, it'll be a week longer. Okay than the uh, other ones we've mentioned because they started a week later. So it'll be ending soon after next week's episode posts. It'll be just Ish. into the double digits. Yeah, just into the double digits of November or something like that. Yep. So there you go. Anything else you want to... Any personal news? No. What's real news, Craig? Real news? Uh... Over in As the, opposed to my personal Over news, in the Netherlands. you talked about. Yeah, that's also real news. Uh, in addition, what, what now? Over in the Netherlands. In, With the freaky dicky Dutch. In Holland, in the Dutch land. Um, in that country that can be called by a number of different names. Mm-hmm. They love themselves some windmills. windmills. And wooden shoes. Mm-hmm. And tulips and cheese markets. And they've got canals all over the place because the whole damn country's underwater. Legalized drugs. Yeah. Prostitution. Um, they also now have the world's first 3D printed cycling bridge. They put a bridge over like a little river or roadway or something <laughs> that is that was printed in place. It was like the thing went printed. Th- 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 well, it was th- 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 over the river. It was it was made and kind of the moved. It was moved into place, but yeah, it yeah. Was, but what it was in fact printed. So um, there was some kind of extrudy big frame thing. Yeah, let me that, find the that formed it and kind of moved along. Yep. 
Neat. Standing, uh, it's 26 feet long, less than 12 feet wide. It's a small bridge, but... Made out of plastic? What's it made out of? Okay, hold on. It is. It consists of 800 layers. So that's your 3D printing of just... Right? Yeah. 800 layers of pre-stressed concrete reinforced with cables. So it, the concrete was on top of the cables. It It printed with wet concrete. Yes. Okay. What kind of nozzles does the, does that take to to uh, shoot the uh, to spooge it out? To well, to spooge to spooge it out with the um, the aggregate in it. Because uh, you didn't say cement. It you does said say concrete. concrete, yes, and that is the difference. Con- cement, listeners, <laughs> cement and concrete are two different things. Concrete has aggregate, which is rocks in it <laughs> and sand. Um, yep. Cement is one part of concrete. So if somebody Typically says Portland, Portland, Portland variety, cement, yes, yeah. so you can you can build things out of cement, but they can't do more than just be a slab on the ground. Yeah, they have they have, they have no excellent tensile. compression strength, yes, but no tensile strength. Um, so but it you gets, put you put the aggregate in there, and you put reinfor- uh, you put uh, re- cables re- or yeah. reinforcing bars in mm-hmm. it, so or rebar, what people call rebar. That's what allows you to actually have concrete that spans. Distances. You build bridges and Mm -hmm. bypasses and buildings. Floors and walls and Yes, it did say concrete. Of course, in this day and age of the internet, they might have meant cement. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. The point is, Netherlands got the first. So, well done, Deutschland. No. No, that's not. That's that's a different Deutsch. That's Germany. Well done, Holland. Well done, Holland. You've got a 3D printed bridge. It's a bicycle bridge? Yep. And uh, they they made sure to test it too, before, <laughs> before they started rolling people over the top of it um, by dropping a load of five tons on it, which caused it to snap in half and kill two standard. No, no, they 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 were they were fine. They put and five tons. Three D printed another one. <laughs> it is the second three D printed fridge in the then world. They, <laughs> then they three D printed a letter to the family of the dead people. Aww. No, no, they put five tons on it and it held it just fine. They did not have the five tons jump up and down, but then again, five tons is a lot more than the bicycles and people that'll ever mm-hmm. be on the thing. So there you go. What's up next? What do you got? Uh, more sciency news. Yeah. Do you want to talk about wombats? <laughs> oh, Mike, how long have we known each other? I always want to talk about wombats. Well, good because I have a wombat story here, and this this came up on uh, on Twitter. I don't know people were passing it around, but it's not it's not new. Mm-hmm. It's it's a uh, it's been a thing for a while. Um, are you familiar with wombat poop? No, not at all. I'd like to learn though. You, you, would you Would you be interested in learning what shape wombat poop is? Absolutely. I am a geometry of poo nut. Would you care to guess what shape <laughs> wombat poop is? You geometry poop nut. Sure, I'll guess. I'll guess some shapes. Okay, so I'm going to assume it's not cylindrical. It's not just like. Human stuff. Okay, that okay. You, you that would be that would be uh, rule correct. that out. Yes. Rule that out. Yeah, you, um, you're on the right track. Sounds like it'd be too easy to say that it's like rabbit style pellets, because that's like you know a lot mm-hmm. of animals do like that. Audience, you are listening to a a, <laughs> a fantastically correct noodling, mental noodling here. Yes, you are also correct that it is not rabbit-like I'm, pellets. I'm going to say that the wombat has a pentagonal anus. <laughs> and so wait, the, poo, the poo comes out five-sided. An ex- well, a five-sided a extrusion. <laughs> so it somehow m- maintains its star shape even when open? Well, it's a pentagon, <laughs> not a star. Well, that's but think about like, what an anus looks like. Yeah, but or this what is a wombat. Simplified one of depictions those, of an anus looks like one of those crazy Australian critters. Who knows what it's got going okay, on? Okay, so there. it's a it's a five pointed, not a five pointed star, a pentagon like the Pentagon. Oh, in a, pe- a I five, thought you said pentagram. No, five point five sided. You got me saying five pointed now. Five sided. See, I thought you were going to make a joke about uh, like a, a a joke confusing wombats with the Tasmanian devil or something with a pentagram. You're thinking too hard. No, I just think it's got a. Okay, it's a, a, pen, pen, pentagon, a pentagonal, pentagonal, okay. pentagonal anus. Okay, you went too far. It's just they're just cube shaped. They're cube shaped. They're they're little six sided. Uh, yeah. Nice. So we could potentially, 
if the wombat's been around long enough, we might be able to find some fossilized. What's the name for fossilized poo? Oh, get some fossilized wombat poo that we I used could, to know this because I own some that we that we <laughs> that we could that we could turn into dice. Yeah, for just a game. drill the drill the little dots on just it. Paint the little pips on there. Or paint, yeah, pips. They thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's a uh, it's cube shaped. Um, that's bizarre. Do you want to know? Freaking Australia. Would you like to know how it becomes cube shaped or why it's cube shaped? Because those are two different answers. Surprise me. Um, it becomes cube shaped because uh, they eat a very dry diet and their uh, digestive tract is extremely long. And so whatever moisture is in there to begin with gets sucked out. Sure. So it's uh, their their poop is already really like dry and crumbly when it comes out. Well, that's like with rabbits. That's why you can get the like yeah. the little dry pellet kind of thing. And the, or, yeah, uh, I was well, I was about to talk about like how does it hold its shape? You know, well, I was going to say it had to be it have to be very dry. Yeah. The the in the 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 beginning part of their dig- digestive tract has these ridges in it that they think is what makes it square. <laughs> the extrusion sure. of the the, the 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 column of poop. So it's like those Play-Doh sets. Where you you slide the little ruler looking thing down that has the different shapes in it, and you yeah, can yeah, the play doh out, yeah. But then it tra- shapes it travels through their the rest of their their colon and whatnot, um, dr- in in a dry square extrusion, and then by the time it it goes through their round anus, not pentagonal, it's round just you, like everybody you. else's. Well, maybe does it round the edges slightly so that the die will roll really well? Uh no, <laughs> well they're not they're not sharp edges they're ooh yeah mm. but uh, it doesn't if if it was wet it would squish it back into a cylinder but because it's so dry it maintains that square shape and because it's dry it breaks off in even pieces and that's how they end up cubed why are they cubed excellent question Craig <laughs> they are cubed because the wombats uh, are I guess are they nocturnal they don't have great eyesight, <laughs> and they're very territorial with each other. So they don't want other wombats coming around their house. So they drop their little cube poop everywhere around their house on elevated surfaces like rocks and things mm-hmm. that are already rounded on the top. And but they don't, but they don't want their the poop to go anywhere. <laughs> they want it to stick around for a long time so that the other blind wombats that are coming by Lord. can smell their poop and go oh hey some other this is joe, joe wombat that lives over here i need to <laughs> stay away from his house and go this way instead and so they're square or cubed so they don't roll <laughs> pretty awesome right do you want to watch a little wombat video here well okay sure video let's go for the video wombats poop nice tidy cubic squares How they do this neat little party trick is a mystery, and unfortunately, a magician never tells. But what we do know is Ah, that wombats use their six-sided excrements to mark their territory. Unforgiving to anyone who encroaches, they leave ample warning by placing their dung in front of their burrow, on logs, on rocks, on smaller rocks, in the mud, on metal chicken wire fencing, and pretty much anywhere they decide is theirs. The flat-sided nature of this device prevents it from rolling so there is no mistake. If a supposed friend offers to take you down a path scattered in wombat deposits, you may want to pass. And if that same person offers you a bite-sized brownie, likewise. Once again, thanks for tuning in, and giddy up. So, so if you had a pet wombat... Aren't they cute? They are. They are. They, they are look cute. like uh, really furry beavers without tails. Without the big tail and the yeah. big buck teeth. They don't have tails. Well, they got little buck teeth. Yeah, but not like the giant orange buck teeth that beavers have. And you so can you can click on the link to if, see how cute the wombat. If I had are. a pet wombat and I, you know, like to make a uh, brownie squares that I kept. No, no, no. It's, I have a pet wombat. <laughs> okay, in, okay. In, just a pet in, wombat. In my apartment, I have hardwood floors. Would I occasionally hear? <laughs> that sound <laughs> You're wait, that's that who's, from, play, who's playing games? <laughs> is that is that them pooping or are you kicking them around? No, that's that's just like I'd be sitting there, you know, doing whatever and I'd suddenly hear this what sounded like <laughs> dice rolling on the wooden floor. Mm-hmm.
<laughs> exactly. Coprolite is the word. Fossilized dinosaur poo. That sounds right. Oh, is that specifically dinosaur poo? Well, or any I, fossilized poo? I'm not looking that up. I, I own dinosaur poo that's fossilized. Uh, or that someone here. claimed was dinosaur poo and charged me money for. Oklahoma news? Oklahoma man news? Oklahoma man, okay. Oklahoma is this from, man. The, from the panhandle of Oklahoma? I is don't. he a panhandler? I don't know. <laughs> is that what they're called? I don't know, but... Uh, <laughs> Uh, somebody at my at my office made that joke that said that, that somebody from a panhandle should be called a panhandler. Sure. <laughs> they could be called an Oklahoman panhandler. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like something dirty you give to somebody in prison. <laughs> I gave him the old Oklahoma panhandler. Yikes. Or just an Oklahoma panhandle. <laughs> um, Was that before or after the Cleveland steamer? John Wayne Kellerman. Oh no, middle name. <laughs> no, no, no. This can't be good. No, no. This is it's just because it's a police report. Okay. So it's not necessarily But his a name murderer. is John Wayne. Yeah. Kellerman. <laughs> Was pulled over on October 15th. He could have been uh he, he could have easily given officers the slip. What? That's because the 54-year-old was mostly covered in Vaseline on his hands and upper and lower body parts, according to the smoking gun. Deputy Daryl Beebe of the Garfield County Sheriff's Department made the discovery after he pulled over Kelman for doing 57 in a 45 mile per hour zone. That's not that much faster. Oh, yeah, but... But he was covered in Vaseline. He, he was, was he wearing naked? a Speedo. Okay. And everything but the Speedo was <laughs> lubed up. <laughs> Does it... It doesn't go into whether or not it, he was lubed up underneath the Speedo. Uh, they didn't get into that. You can probably specific. assume that he was, right? During questioning, Kellerman allegedly admitted masturbating behind the wheel. Really? Before BB pulled him over. No! Come on! You're making that up. BB checked uh, Kellerman's license and discovered he was driving on a revoked license. In fact, the license hadn't been valid since... 19... Yeah. Really? Go. 80? Yeah. Whoa. Um, five. Bam! Get out! Dead on! No, when, come on. When he was 22 years old. Really? I am dead I got, serious. I'm going to go buy a, uh, what is Saturday, <laughs> Powerball. I'm buying a Powerball ticket today, even though somebody won. I'm going to go buy a Powerball ticket. Yeah, he's a 54-year-old. He's had a revoked license for 27 years. Wow. Or no, he was uh, he's a, he had a revoked license. He spent twenty seven years in prison, which right. is the reason the license thir- thirty two years. So so he decided. So he 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 went to prison, got out, was hanging around for a little while. One day, got it into his head. You know what I should do? <laughs> Vaseline myself up in a speedo. In a speedo, go speeding. Well, you and want masturbate. to avoid that. You want to avoid that um, public nudity charge. Yeah, and decent exposure. Oh, so yep. There you go. Way to go, John Wayne. Kellerman. Well, I was <laughs> masturbating while driving, Pilgrim. So, <laughs> we already did that joke. <laughs> Let's stick with John Wayne from today. So there you go. Oh, uh, the speeding grease ball. <laughs> the the the, uh, the sheriff's deputy remarked that. The uh, the car seat, the driver's seat, was pretty nasty and slicked up. <laughs> so I'm wondering if he had, like, nice leather seats. <laughs> you know, it wasn't cloth, crappy cloth seats that suck, soaked oh, up all, yeah, the, that was all actually the jelly. The, that was the first thing I thought of while you were describing that. So maybe he was Boy, speeding. I hope, though, that was vinyl. Maybe he was speeding. <laughs> For the sake of the car and maybe, the next owner. Maybe he was speeding. Maybe he didn't intend to speed. Maybe he just kept sliding <laughs> down harder on top of the gas. And every time he tried to hit the yeah. brake, he would, whoop, you know, right off the brake. Sliding down harder on something. Back down. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Stroke one jerk two, Pilgrim. Okay. Yeah. Lord, what do you got? Uh, how about a uh, trio of space news? Sure. Google Maps. Did you see this? Google Maps. Keep talking. You assume can... I have not. They they have maps of uh, all of the uh, of the planets and some other things. Um, all of the planets, including Pluto, because Pluto's a planet. 
Okay. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Yep, the moon. You can go look at the moon and stuff's labeled. Even the even the dark side. You get to see the you get to see the dark side. I don't know how they got pictures of the dark side. Uh they had a flash bulb. Oh, okay. Yeah, flash photography. That makes sense. Yeah, you just go to the Google Maps and there's um apparently a uh a menu on the left that has I think it starts with Earth and then it has all these other things you can look at. Uh, so there's that. Uh that's a good time waster for you at uh your job you don't like, <laughs> where you have uh, uninterrupted, unfettered access to the internet, <laughs> if you have that. Also, have you heard of the spacecraft graveyard? What? <laughs> Speaking of Halloween, I guess Halloween's over now. When you're listening to this, it's now November. But well, for some people, Halloween never ends. That's true. Like, like it should never end for Plague Shamble. <laughs> yes, there's a graveyard uh, in the middle of the... I'm looking at this. looks like this very, very South Pacific. It's the point on the <clears throat> point on the planet uh, that is furthest from any human habitation. Okay. It's been around. They've been using you know, it. Wouldn't that be it, a great place to go sometimes? Just for the quiet? Just because there aren't people doesn't mean it's not going to be noisy. Well, you're still going to have to deal with the potential of nature, but... You would to want... get rid of the hum of the city, right? Sure, and just people and your phone going off, and but you would your, want your appliances making noise, a and nice else. sturdy concrete habitation with the finest of appointments and electricity and and clean water and all that and the internet. You would just like to be able to turn it off and open the windows and enjoy the and peace. not hear other people. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You would not want to abandon living in the indoors that humans have spent. I would like to not thousands hear other, of years perfecting. I would like to not hear other people. Yeah, that would be right nice. now. <laughs> well, I knew. <laughs> I I knew that. Continue, continue. Why did you come over to my house? Because I didn't want to hear other people. Because I was tired of being alone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a man of dichotomies. Yes, it's called Point Nemo. Really? Which is Latin for no one. I think Craig's found his retirement location. Maybe. <laughs> Does it have high-speed internet? <laughs> um, I bet you could get that beam down there. By, by the time I retire? Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm on board. Yep. 48 degrees, 52.6 minutes south, 123 degrees, 23.6 minutes west. 1,450 nautical miles from any spot on land. And the perfect place to dump dead or dying spacecraft. Wow. Yes. So anything that gets a controlled descent back into they the just, atmosphere, they just plop it right there. They plop it. Well, they try to. Right. Close as close as they There's can. There's a. They talk about this thing, and this surprised me because I thought China was a was more more adept than this. Um, <laughs> Tiangong One, the first Chinese space station, which launched in September 2011, weighs eight and a half tons is uh out of control and falling oh nice <laughs> it's only six years old oh it uh it they lost control of it in march of 2016 so um yeah it only they only had control of it for four and a half years <laughs> like i said i thought they were they were a little bit they were better than that but um <laughs> yeah it's uh supposed to crash early next year 2018 um they they will try to get it to go into the <laughs> Point Nemo area, but hmm. <laughs> do, do, do they have a how's how's their targeting system? Uh, I don't I don't know. You know this would be great for Vegas betting. <laughs> they could have like a whole big bullseye of odds. Yeah, for how f- close to Point Nemo you something comes down. Sure, sure. Like uh, you know, whatever. You could 200, bet, 200 miles at a shot or yeah, something. Bet or, your or three hundred, bet, bet or five hundred. Diff- right. Bet your different, you know, different bets at different odds. Because mm-hmm. I mean, you can bet bet on damn near anything else in Vegas. Yes, you can. Speaking of Las Vegas, oh, nice transition there. You're welcome. A Las Vegas hotel mogul plans to send this is just ridiculous an inflatable space hotel into orbit around the moon by 2022. That's right. Sure. Yeah, five years. Yep, that's reasonable. Inspl- in- inflatable 
space hotel, inflatable space hotel, <laughs> an inspaceable fleet hotel. <laughs> what? what? The hell is that? An inspaceable hate flotel. <laughs> That's where you're gonna live at Point Nemo. <laughs> Excuse me, it I have floats a... on top of the ocean. <laughs> Your inflatable hate flotel. Flotel. Inflatable hate Insp- flotel. Inflatable. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Bigelow Aerospace says that it could be ready for lunar orbit by 2020. <laughs> sure, yeah, monkeys could fly out of my butt. That and a buckle get you a Kit Kat in a vending machine. Mm. Could be Kit Kat that you eat all at once, like a sandwich. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's a big balloon. Sure. With uh, stuff in it, and that's going to protect people from those micrometeorites. How, exactly? And the radiation. And, yeah. Well, they can do you do that with films and things, but... I yeah, but you if you're going to... Other space gonna, debris. If you're going to pimp this thing, I, wanna, I want you to start telling me how you're going to keep me from dying mm-hmm. in the harshness, in the harshest environment mankind has ever survived in. In the, in the environment that took... A, an entire country, a decade. A decade. Of, excuse, excuse you. A decade. A decade. A, d- a decade <laughs> of concerted effort of everybody, of, of like every industry that was involved, pulling together and working together to ensure that we could put people up there and bring them back safely. Mm-hmm. But we're going to put a, a bouncy castle on the moon. That's basically what this is. <laughs> Don't get space madness. <laughs> Maybe that'll be extra. The space madness antidote. <laughs> yeah, they're billing it as a hub for significant lunar business development yeah. in five years. In five yeah. years. Because, you know, moon business is really going to take off between now and then. When was the first time you can recall anybody talking about the idea, like, not in fiction, but like people really talking about it, like post. Lunar landing post, you know, space shuttles where we were going up fairly regularly, where we started talking about like, you know, what's the plan for going to Mars? How are we going to get to the, to a a different planet? You know, Oh, just that? Just, yeah. Like, oh, that's been since the nineties, early nineties. People have been talking about that and how close are we to it? (laughs) Nowhere near. (laughs) Oh, they're working on it. But you're going to put a, you're going to put a hotel on, in orbit or on the moon or something in five years. Yeah, NASA actually has a program. This sounds, a whole new rocket and a this sounds state like, module and everything that's right. supposed to go to Mars. Yeah, but this is a Vegas hotel, <laughs> some casino mogul. Yeah, is prostitution going to be legal on this thing? This sounds an awful lot like Chairface Chippendale wanting to write his name on the moon <laughs> in the tick, and he only got C H A out before he was defeated. <laughs> so the moon in that world has a big C H A on the. <laughs> We're going to put up a big big Vegas advertisement on the moon. No, people can't go there. That would be suicide. What would the Bunny Ranch in space be called? Impossible. <laughs> I don't know. Well, no. I mean, it's Vegas hotel guy, and then here's... <laughs> I, I, I don't know right off the top of my thinking head. thinking it's... You're going to put a, a business development station or a hotel... In lunar orbit, why not have a brothel? <laughs> right? Sure. I mean, it's it's it. I, technically, I suppose it's still inside Earth's gravitational field, but other than that, like, what laws apply up there? What could you get away with? Could you could you have a meth lab in that? It'd be like the Wild West again. It'd be like, like, could a private citizen launch a space station? I don't know where it's coming from. Oh, this isn't on purpose? <laughs> this is a nice music for it. Continue. It was kind of spacey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No, but I mean, could you, could you, as a private citizen with a, a, a ton of money, could you launch a, a small space station into orbit, even just around the Earth, and, and have a giant meth lab in it? I don't know. 
and where I don't know where the I mean what, what jurist whose jurisdiction like where, where it lands what rules right the, what, I mean even just terrestrially speaking where and even you know if what's, you did what's the international could, waters right. rule for that sure. kind of stuff yeah do we this even, is just an extension of do, I don't even think we have that because the article uh, from the the space graveyard thing talked about how all, all the space junk that's up there and how we don't have any kind of maritime treaty for space for yeah. low earth orbit that that talks about um what what to do with other people's uncontrolled space junk right <laughs> and if you if you if you if you fly up there and you grab something if you're high enough above the you, earth when and you're you, in if you grab someone else's space junk yeah then you are officially a space pirate Oh, it's an they consider it an act of war. That's what that article talks about. Mm. Act of war. Like you somebody could be developing some kind of system to go out and grab this, you know, the the really old space junk sure. that's still lightweight enough that it's still floating out there and go try to collect it and clean things up a little bit. <laughs> do you, do you need to put Vaseline on your space junk? <laughs> There, Depends if you're going to be masturbating or not. Is there some kind of uh, <laughs> insulating lube that you can use okay. out there so that you don't end up like Arnold Schwarzenegger on Mars? <laughs> do the voice, do the sound. When his eyes are eyes bulging, bulging out of your head. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. So that was space news. What else you got? Uh, I don't know if I have anything that's really worth checking out, except uh heard about Amazon Key. I think so. That sounds like something I read. What is that? This is a oh, thing. Oh, ooh, yeah. That's the thing that I'm not going to do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you. But go ahead and tell us. Amazon will uh, have you, you will uh, get your your front door outfitted with a remote magnetic lock. Mm-hmm. That the Amazon driver can access and boop, pop your door open so that they can leave their your your deliveries inside your front door and they don't have to leave them outside where for all the world to see and steal. They have a name, for and they'll the... have a camera so that they can monitor to make sure that the driver doesn't go in there and do all. You'll be able to monitor, like you'll sure, like you'll get a notification saying that your lock's been triggered, and you'll be able to look to see and whether... watch watch the guy. Very carefully and slowly while looking up at the camera, put the box down and then put his hands up and slowly back out of the door and shut it. <laughs> or, or you can watch the guy as he enters your home into the places where you things. don't have cameras yeah. and steals your ass blind in two minutes mm-hmm. before you can get the cops there. Yep. Yeah. Have fun. No thanks, good, Amazon. Good luck, San Francisco. Is that where they're testing it? That's, that's where they're starting. No. If you really have that much of an issue with with deliveries not being left out in front of the door, do what everybody else does. Get it delivered at work. There you go. And if you don't have a job, maybe you shouldn't be ordering stuff from Amazon. (laughs) (laughs) Merry Christmas, everybody. (laughs) It's your Halloween wish from Craig. Get a job. Buy stuff. Um, <laughs> you see the the problem with that for us, and apparently you don't care, but I do. It's enough. It's enough to make me risk leaving stuff outside. Here is the. Uh, it's fifty percent more tax, sales tax when you get charged sales tax, which isn't still isn't all the time, but it's most of the time from Amazon. Because for you and me, it's six percent. But if you have it delivered to your workplace downtown Atlanta, it's nine percent. Okay. But just think about how much you spend over the course of a year and how much extra money that is. Guess how much I save on the fact that they only charge me for $100 for my shipping for a year. Well, yeah, there's that too. I I get $500 worth of shipping because I order stuff online all the time. Mm -hmm. And it has only gotten worse. Every year I've ordered more because I am going to just give it to them in that $100. Do they send you the email that says, congratulations, you've, uh, you've, You've made up your your hundred dollars of of cost of Prime. I've never seen that yet. email, but I know I have. Yeah. I've averaged out what I you know what approximate shipping would be. Yeah. Like I did it like three years ago. I averaged it out, and I was like, oh yeah, I hit a hundred bucks easy. 
that year and i've i've only ordered more <laughs> in subsequent right. years is there a way is there a setting i can hit that'll actually tell me maybe maybe there's a setting I, that i don't know about that's yeah that's one of amazon's problems their website is a little bit wily it, yeah. it's a bit out of control they they need to figure out how to consolidate that yep but no they sent me an email that said congratulations you've um paid for your prime <laughs> and it's only been like three months <laughs> I've I've not received it, but I can't see how I don't. I don't remember getting it in the past. I don't. Well, maybe I'll, maybe they've just started. Maybe it's it. maybe, a new thing. Yeah. Maybe I don't know when you're within the up. next twelve months. You'll get it. Yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens. I'm sure I do. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can I could just go through the the for the sheer number of times where that I order like two things <laughs> and get it shipped together. Mm-hmm. Just the sheer number of times that I have had you know I don't wait and you know until I've got like. That's the brilliant that's the brilliance of prime shipping is I need this one thing. I'm going to buy that one thing. Mm-hmm. I don't I'm not going to wait to combine it with five or six other things. Right. I need that now. I want it now. I want it shipped to me now. And they count I on I have it now. I want to use it now. Right. And they count on enough people mm-hmm. not taking advantage of that to that extent. Sure. So to make up for the people who do just get like a, 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 a one thing every week for 52 weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the only time I ever do that combine the shipping is when I need it tomorrow instead of in two days. Right. <laughs> and you got to reach that $35 threshold. Yeah. <laughs> I never need anything tomorrow. I, I did that uh, a few weeks ago. All my time I've been spending out of the office, I got a landscape format clipboard that fits 11 by 17 on it so it's actually like 12 by 19 sure it's awesome it's got a heavy duty clip on it we have those at work (laughs) it's just that the company owns company 11 by 17 ones absolutely okay multiple well my (laughs) your office is bigger than mine my 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 people saw that and thought wow we really should get some of those for the office yes you should (laughs) this is mine (laughs) (laughs) And then I let take somebody that. somebody take it and use it yesterday. Because <laughs> I'm a nice guy. Hmm. What's next? Do we want to s- do we have shift, Do we have some uh, shift some out of news? Special things stuff? to do. We've got some things here. We've got some things. I've got a list. Does it that require been... Vaseline? Because if so, get out. Oh, good lord! I've got a list of things that I've been sitting on. <laughs> you sit on a lot of stuff. I do. I just come across interesting stuff and I save it until we need it, like today, where. Do you like sitting on things, Craig? I'm not answering that question. <laughs> this is a as long l- as they're not pentagonal. This right? is a list. Well, not until I've managed to, you know, train my anus. <laughs> <laughs> to form those nice sharp corners. Yeah, five of them. A list of famous movie lines that you've been saying wrong. Ooh, so. What I thought I'd do is I'll tell you the movie, and we're not going to do all of them here because some of them are not as, as interesting as others, but I'll give you the name of the movie and I'll kind of set you up like, you know, where the line comes from, what it what it's referring to, what scene it's in maybe, if you might know that, and you give me the line, what you think the line is, and we'll see if you get it wrong like everybody does mm-hmm. or if you know the actual line or you use the actual line. Oh, let's see. Familiar with The Graduate? Um, I, I believe I watched it all the way through once okay, I think a long you, time. You ago. probably know the line. It starts Mrs. Robinson. Yeah. <laughs> What's the line? Um, she's got her stocking leg showing and, oh, his he's, line. He's standing by the door and she's been talking to him and he says, Mrs. Robinson. Are you trying to seduce me? Yeah. That's what everybody thinks it is. But that's what she says, isn't it? No. He says, Mrs. Robinson, are you trying to seduce me? That's what everybody thinks the line is. Well, what is he it? He says to Mrs. Robinson. Yeah. Mrs. Robinson, you're trying to seduce me, aren't you? Oh. Everybody misquotes it. Oh, see? When uh, the witch in Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs looks into the mirror and asks the mirror if she's pretty. Okay. What does she ask the mirror? What does she say to the mirror? Mirror, mirror on the wall. Am I the fairest of them all? Who is the fairest? Or, or of something them all? like that. Yeah, that's close. Not mirror, mirror. That's what everybody says. 
But that's not what she says. The line is magic mirror on the wall. Oh. Who is the fairest of them all? Who is the fairest one of all? Okay. Do you have any from movies that I might have seen more than once sure. and sooner than 30 years ago? We're getting there. Good. Um, Because if not, I'm going to get them all wrong. Right. Well, you're probably going to get the... When, uh, when Humphrey Bogart talks to the pianist in... The who? The pianist. The what? You heard me. In Casablanca. Oh, the guy that plays the piano. Yes. And okay. he's, he tells him to... Gives him an order about a song. What does he say? What does he say to Sam? Play it again, Sam. Okay, that's what everybody thinks the line is. Sure. What no, is it? the line is: "You played it for her. You can play it for me if she can stand it. I can play it." Wow, <laughs> that's not even close. <laughs> exactly. All right, here we go. Empire Strikes Back. Okay, now you're going to embarrass me. Now I don't Darth, have an excuse. Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker are having a conversation on a ledge. Darth Vader reveals the twist of the movie. What does he say? What does Darth Vader say? Yes. Oh, well, I think it's, I am your father. Okay. I am your father. Okay. Most people think he says, Luke, I am your father. No, he doesn't say Luke. No, he says, no, I am your father. He doesn't say no, Luke. He doesn't say Luke. I am your father. He doesn't say Luke at that point. No, not, it's, it, no but everybody, I am your father, not Luke, quote, I am your father. Everybody quotes it as Luke, I am your father. Well, <laughs> I thought you were going to, um, is that it for Empire Strikes Back? Yeah. Because there's the whole thing about how Bill and Ted misquote every, every line <laughs> in that, I think including that one, but they misquote all of Luke's. I don't know. Okay. You're not my father. He never right, says yeah. that. Oh, yeah, yeah. He well. just says, no! <laughs> Bill and Ted. Well, he says, no, that's impossible. That's impossible. That's right. And in the Family Guy version, he says, no, that's highly improbable. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Jaws? You've seen Jaws? Mm, again, that's one that... Okay, Sheriff Brody's chum in the water. We see the shark for the first time. It comes up out of the water. He turns around and says to Quint, That's a big shark. No. <laughs> That'd be great if he did that. <laughs> Quint would be like, Because at this point, nobody has seen it. He said, Everybody thinks he says, We're going to need a bigger boat. Oh, okay. That's not what he says. He says, You're going to need a bigger boat. You're going to need <laughs> a bigger boat. Which implies that I'm getting the hell off this mm-hmm. boat. You are going to need that's a bigger a, one. That's, a, that's actually a better line than the one everyone that yeah. uh, everyone thinks he says. What's the uh, what's the, the 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 tagline from Field of Dreams? Oh God! If you build it, he will come. You got it right. Yeah, it's Shoeless Joe Jackson. He. No, he's not talking about Shoeless Joe. He's talking about the writer. No, no, well, his every, father. His father. That's Everybody right. thinks it's if you build it, they will come. Talking about they, the the, 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 the Black Sox. Yeah, the the, the Yankees that threw the nineteen nineteen. World Series, no. yeah, yeah, or the, yeah. He, the the White Sox, yeah, right, 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 right. The, the, the through the series. Well, they okay. It's 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 He's, he will every, come. The movie makes you think first it's Shoeless Joe, then it's then you the James Earl Jones. Um, well, James Earl Jones first, and then Shoeless Joe, and then is it James Earl Jones first? Who cares? Anyway, the point is, but it's really it's, it's, it's really it's his father, father, so that he can have a catch at the end. Oh. Yep. Way to spoil the ending, Nerdburger. <laughs> um, yeah. And if that doesn't make you tear up, you're not human. Or you had a really bad relationship with your father. Or it wasn't bad enough or something. I don't know. See, now this one I think is wrong. When uh, I think they get this wrong. I don't think people screw this up as much. At the end of Gone with the Wind, when Rhett goes to leave, <laughs> and Scarlet says something along the lines of, don't go. Yeah. Or uh, he says, uh, no, oh, okay. she didn't say I don't go, but she says something, something to him. Something like and, that. I know what the... His response... Okay. Yeah, this it's, one it's I know. It's his opinion of what he just said, of Frank, what she just said. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Right. They, they, that's the movie. That's the quote. Oh, that's the real one. What's the, the fake one? Well, the misquote, supposedly a lot of people say he says, frankly, Scarlet, I don't give a damn. Oh, frankly, Scarlet? I, yeah, it's always I've always my heard dear. my dear. Yeah. yeah. Now they're, is this, are you doing these in order? <laughs> it's just <laughs> that a, they it's present just, them to nah, you? I, because I'm now they're around. now they're getting to the point in the list where they're stretching things no nah, it's just, it's just a list i mean <laughs> oh we need to get to 10 or we need to get in to silence 20. of the lambs um when hannibal greets clarice as she comes to see him in his cell hello clarice that's the misquote yeah what does he say good evening clarice oh planet of the apes 
when uh, when Taylor speaks for the first time to, in, in the presence of the apes. He's had his, his throat's been damaged. It's been hurt for uh-huh. some time. He got punched and choked around his throat. Is, so he hasn't spoken. Charlton Heston? Charlton Heston is running around, and the apes are trying to catch him, and one of the apes grabs him, and he says... Um, get, uh... Is it... Get or take your hands off me, you damn dirty ape. Okay, no, well, you screwed up. <laughs> People say... Get your stinking paws off me, you paws. damn dirty ape. It's actually take your stinking paws off me, you damn dirty ape. Okay, so I I, I, you, I identified where the problem was, but yep. I got hands and paws wrong. <laughs> Correct. Um, and some of these are just like, they get down to like, it's like one word, you know, but yeah. that, it, it is what it is. You know, in The Godfather, the misquote is, I want to make him an offer he can't refuse. And it's actually, I'm going gonna to make an I'm offer. Gonna, Gonna make him an offer. I, can't I could have told you that one. Sorry. You know we're made to watch that movie every year at the meetings. Sure. <laughs> the I, the Italian <laughs> meetings. Yeah, those meetings. Can I say something really crude? Sure. Prefacing this, everybody, I'm just making a joke <laughs> at the <laughs> fest. <laughs> Is that what it's called? <laughs> what What number are you up to? Is it Fest 33? Sorry. That's not it's, a word you hear too much anymore. That was, you know, a big slur for a long time. But I I mean, I don't hear that in on TV shows or movies or anything recent. Con, you know, I've never heard I've never heard anybody say it. That's because it's Dago Fest. Oh, sorry. You're thinking of Wapapalooza. <laughs> Jeez. And you can say those things. Yes, I can. I have to bleep yours, but mine are okay. It's like the N-word. <laughs> You really have no Italian in you? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I've got what people have told me. I've been tempted to do one of those. The, the ancestry thing. The ancestry thing where you do the we, spit swab or whatever. We got, my, we got my mom that for her birthday. And they'll find out where you're all from because I want to I wanna find out that I'm not just European. I, right. I mean, I want to know. Well, you, you want to find out that you're like uh, one sixteenth or 32nd or whatever the threshold is Native American so you can, you no. can like get a. No, special I don't, parking space I, or I something. Don't, no, I don't want all of that. I want <laughs> I want to know that I'm part of the like one seventh of the people in the world. Some some percentage like that. Like it's a very high percentage of people in the world who that. are related to Genghis Khan. Oh. Because he raped everybody. You want to be related no, to the I, most rapiest person ever? Well, just because I'd be part of that club. Because that's one of the, it's the and that it's not really about you're not who you monk. belong to. It's it's just belonging, right? It's being right part in of the general. Group. Sure, I want to feel I want to feel loved. No, but it's like it's not like oh you're you're, you're partially Mongolian. No, you are specifically the, the descendant of this guy. Yeah, because he conquered and took wives, right, and had children with them, whether you know consensual or against their will um a lot of people in the world that has yeah. just spread you know and he destroyed the uh the sports store at the mall too <laughs> in, that one time bill and ted mm-hmm. speaking of <laughs> well he had a football helmet on and a baseball bat and he was and zipping catchers, around on a ro- catcher's chest, catcher's protector, chest protector or was, and he was it some shoulder pads or something, something like that he was zipping around on a on a skateboard yep <laughs> he took to skateboarding really well with a did he have a baseball bat or a hockey stick I think it was a baseball bat. I'm, I want to say it's like it was like oh yeah, because aluminum he beat, baseball bat. Beat, oh, that's right. It was aluminum, and he, and he beat the ever living crap out of the mannequin because he bit it to test it. Remember? He, oh yeah, and, and, and it went because I remember always watching that, <laughs> like getting his teeth on on biting down on metal. On, and on I was aluminum like, mm. specifically. Yeah, that's got a so because it hurts and it has that bad taste. Yeah, so that's with that's, your filling. Oh, he doesn't have any fillings. That's on most of that list. If he has any teeth? I'm done with that. <laughs> That's most of that list. <laughs> How much time do we got left? Uh, uh, ten minutes. Five, five to ten minutes. You got Should anything? We... Nah. Anything fun? Kevin, question. Sure. Just the two of us. I don't know if we're going to be able to handle that. Oh, I think it's uh, you by yourself should be able to handle this. Oh, so this is going to be in my you haven't wheelhouse. read it. No, I have not. It is in your wheelhouse. I have not been reading the Kevin questions lately. I've been enjoying being surprised. Okay. I couldn't help but read this one because the preview of the email gave away what the subject was. <laughs> so I had to, I'd made, I just, I'll just go ahead and click on it. 37 question. What's the best way to get into RPG gaming at this point in my life? <laughs> period. What's the best way? Dot, 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 period. 
I have managed to make it to my late to mid 30s. Wait, no, I'm sorry. Late dash mid 30s. Does that mean late to mid 30s or late mid 30s, as in the latter half of the mid 30s? Yeah, he's 37. Okay. <laughs> I'm guessing. That's your late mid 30s. Yeah, that's probably about the only one. If you were 36, you would say mid 30s. If you were 38, you would say late 30s. As soon as you're 38, you're early late 30s. Got it. Okay, that makes sense to me. (laughs) Managed to make it to my late mid 30s without ever playing an RPG. Without ever playing an RPG. And now I don't know how to start. I enjoy many other games. Ticket to Ride. Power Grid. Who's in my mouth? (laughs) Sheep's Head, Pandemic. These are all capitalized like they're real games. And the Shoots and Ladders, that's one I've heard he's, of. Now he's being funny. Kill Dr. Lucky. That's a fun game. Candyland. Euchre. Yep. E-U-C-H-R-E. Yep. Okay, that's real. And maybe some others. It seems like RPG gaming is the next step. Like the time I decided pills weren't doing it, so I tried H. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know where or how to take the next step. Thanks, Kevin. P.S. You guys know where I can find Nerdburger Erotica? Asking for a friend. First of all, I don't know anything about Nerdburger Erotica. Craig? We're not talking about that. <laughs> um, it involves Vaseline Kevin, and things that are Pentagon-shaped. Kevin? Apparently. Kevin, if you would like to get into some RPG gaming, you don't know where to start. Perhaps you would like to back the Andocon 28, uh, 2018 Kickstarter and come down here and game with us in early March of next year. Or, or also, or find buy any, some of Craig's games. Buy my games. Go to well, drivethroughrpg.com. You can buy games. Um, you can find game conventions around the, oh, I don't know, Chicago area where you live. Where I'm what sure is that, that the... It's not the third largest metro anymore. I think it's the fourth. I don't care. I think something surprised is it. there are plenty, plenty of game conventions right around mm-hmm. there. You can pop over to Gen Con, which is not far away in Indianapolis. You can go up to, there's a, you can't, okay, here's what you do. Take a weekend, go up to Milwaukee. You can't swing a dead cat without hitting a game group in Milwaukee. Wisconsin is full of gamers. Um, it's where you D&D might started. You might look into meetup.com and see if there are Chicago area um, game meetup groups that are advertising for people to come play in games. There's lots of opportunities. Use the internet. Oh, wait. You can't because we're your Google. So... You just Googled it for him, though. Yeah, we. there's a whole bunch of ideas. Lots, the, of, lots of ways to get into tabletop role-playing games. Do you think that you need to get more specific? Do you need to go to Google, the actual Google right now that Kevin does not have access to? No. And look up the meeting, meetup groups? No. In Chicago I area? No, I don't think I have to do that. Okay. Kevin, ask your uh, co-host on your show <laughs> to do the specific dirty work there on the Google. Does he have a wife? Yes. He has a wife, doesn't he? Dude. Tell Rachel to get her act together and go find some games for you to go Not play. Not tell. <laughs> beg. Beg your wife to look that up on the real internet. Oh, there you go. Lots of opportunities. And also to join you in gaming. Because now you're, you're two people. We're, I, I'm not just one person coming to this. How many people do you need for your game? Well, right, you've got two right here because me and my wife. That's, right? a ga- that's a game group. You can play. You can play people. any you can play darn near any role playing game with two people. Yeah. So there hey, that's how do you how do I get into it? How do I start? Buy a game and play, and with, play your, with your wife. Play the game with play your wife. Play the RPG <laughs> game with your wife. The role playing. I said nope, R- that, I, don't, I said, don't R- go, I said don't RPG. Go there. Don't start telling him to play role playing games with his wife. <laughs> okay, there's that, but also Tabletop. I said I said RP I said role playing game, game game. Yes. Like automatic teller machine machine or personal identification number number or building information model model (laughs) there's another one i can't think of anyway lots of opportunities lots of ways to do it play murders and acquisitions try out capers there you go and come uh hang out at with us and andocon yep kevin since you're driving all over anyway and you've been to atlanta multiple times and asked about the stupid traffic here you can get a three-day badge and mm-hmm. uh, two nights at the hotel for uh, 
a little over 200 bucks. Yep, and if that's if that's too 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 much time for you cuz you're so busy and you're on the road and you only want to do a 2-day badge, is that an option, Craig? You can do a 2-day badge um with and you can do it just the 2-day badge or you can also get that with one night at the hotel room. So you can have the full Saturday Sunday experience and you don't even have to go home. You can stay up and drink with us on Saturday night, or you can play games late into the night. Or... Enjoy the Ando special with pineapple and pepperoni. You can do like some people do and get hammered. hammered. <laughs> <laughs> but please be respectful of the people around you at the convention. Thank you. Um, AndoCon has not typically in the past been a drinking convention, but mm-hmm. they do they do not discourage it necessarily. If you want to have a couple drinks and play some card games in their restaurant bar area, go for it. Just don't be a dick about it. Is all. If you're if you if you're a belligerent drunk, don't drink at Andocon. Keep that in your own backyard. Yeah, and but have, if you're but if you're a fun talky gamey gaming drunk, yeah, have a couple drinks. Let's hang out. And Kevin, uh, keep the H in your room. <laughs> I think I think that's a uh, that's actually like when you press the I agree to terms and services with uh, Marriott, you're agreeing to that. <laughs> Probably. The H yeah. has to be private. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got to keep that in your room. Does that do it? Yeah, it does it. Okay. So go back Andocon if you haven't already. Yeah. There's that two-day. Heavy Metal Thunder Mouse. Two-day badge, one-night hotel option. Heavy Metal Thunder Mouse. Get us to the next stretch goal and beyond. Keep your, more keep, awesome your, stuff. keep your eye out on the Andocon Kickstarter, too. If you're listening to this while it's still running, there might be some other cool stuff there. Just what? saying. Just saying. Surprise, surprise. Don't know for sure, mm-hmm. but maybe. Keep an eye out. And where can they find us, Mike? They can find us at NerdBurgerShow.com, at NerdBurgerShow on the Twitters and the Facebook. Email us, NerdBurgerShow at gmail.com, and... You can go to nerdburgergames.com for my game design stuff to learn all about games that you might play with Kevin. <laughs> and also, you can play online. You can do Google Google Hangouts, and there's uh, there's even applications out there where you can do where you can have a shared map, and they have chats chat features built in, so you can have you can actually do like minis on maps, kind of stuff. Things like Roll Twenty, they're called, is one of them. Um, so you can play online stuff. So hey, listeners, um, if you email us if uh, you would like to get in touch with Kevin and play role-playing games online with him. <laughs> we'll hook you up. And you can go to drivethroughrpg.com to uh, purchase Murders and Acquisitions as well as the Capers Preview Edition. On the next episode of Nerdburger, Mike dons a Speedo and lubes up his body for the show while Craig shows off his newly perfected hexagonal poo. I got one week. I'm going to get this under control. There will be photos of both of us. I have to down a Speedo? Don a Speedo. I have to eat a Speedo. I have to don Is it an edible Speedo? Don, as in where? Don. Don, you mean a... Don Corleone. You have to don a Speedo. <laughs> Michael, I never wanted you to don a Speedo. Hey, my name's Michael. I know. <laughs> I know where I'm going with this. I never wanted this for you, Michael. Put the Speedo on. But Pop. <laughs> I don't think I could squeeze into that Speedo. Shut up. <laughs> Put some Vaseline on. Put some Vaseline on. Anyway. <laughs> I need big cotton balls to stuff in my jowls to make me... Yeah. Do the Don Corleone voice. Mine was coming off as more Buffalo Bill. Yeah. It puts the Vaseline on. It puts the Vaseline on its skin and nor else it gets yeah, the hose again. <laughs> Put the lotion. Well, boy, that's a mashup. Put the Sweeto in the basket. Silence of the Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, how does that go? <laughs> Clarice has to go to talk to Don Corleone. At his daughter's wedding. <laughs> or is it her daughter's wedding? How's that work? It's his daughter's wedding. Hello, Kurt. Hello, Kurt. It's his son's wedding. Hello, Wait, hello, who's Clarice, getting married? Clarice. It was... Um, God, I don't remember. Godfather, I don't remember. It's not um, Michael's wedding. He's no, already married. No, he's already married. It's... um. 
Is it one of their daughters? Is it the daughter? It's just, it's one of his daughters. It's one right? of the Don's daughters. Yeah. Right. And that's because the guy that goes in there to give the whole little thing is like, you know, coming to you on the day of your daughter's yeah, wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. May, her, may, may their first child be a masculine child. You know, all that <laughs> macho old country BS. That's Sicilian. It's still macho old country BS. Uh, so, the yeah. Don was Sicilian from Corleone. Sicily, which is why his name became Corleone, mm-hmm. because the people at the uh, Ellis Island could be bothered to learn a last name. You just told them you were, you know, mm-hmm. Mike from Corleone, and you became Mike Corleone. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's or, okay. I, I or I, who, whoever Gemmel from Germany. Yeah, and you became Campbell. Campbell. That's a name that they <laughs> yeah. knew, and now everyone thinks you're Scottish. Yeah. Anyway, but hey, you know what? Maybe I am a little bit. If I can do that, you got to, you get thing the again. thing with the thing in the Maybe. Band, yeah. Genetics, Maybe. science. There might be like, you know. You could do the science on yourself or pay somebody else to do the science. Right. And then you. there's and then there's the joke of, you know, like, you know, like, what? through <laughs> do, the mail. Do you, do you have a little German in you? Would you like Would some? Would you like some? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're leaving now. All right. Bye.